0: We're on the air. Back.
1: Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early
0: Break with Sip and Jake.
1: Sip, you are an
0: idiot. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. <laughs> on 93.7 The Ticket and Ticketfm.com
2: We are a week and a half into fall camp. We're joined now by Husker Alliance, Sean Callahan. Sean, good morning. We asked Sip in the first segment uh, to be the eyes of fall camp and what he saw and he looked at the running backs and the defensive backs yesterday. I'm curious Sean what caught your attention yesterday at practice?
3: Oh I mean I don't know if one big thing jumped out over another. I mean it's always good to eyeball the teams to get a feel for the players, the coaches, um, where they're at in camp And, and this is kind of that point in camp where you hit the wall and you know, Matt Rule hinted at that yesterday that, hey, you know, today we're going to practice at night, uh, today being uh, Wednesday, uh, just to give the players a little bit extra recovery time, a little extra rest uh, throughout the course of the day. But, um, you know, Jeff Sims, I, every, every time you look at that guy, and you see his build and his frame. I, I'm intrigued. I'm, I'm so intrigued for that opener to see what he's going to look like in that role for Nebraska um, just because we've heard a lot about him. We've seen him, obviously, um, since he's been here, and, and you know we're getting closer to get a chance to, to see what it really means when he sits on the field against Minnesota.
1: Sean Callahan joins us. Sean from Husker Online. Sean, we're eight days into camp, okay? Eight practices in. It's, it's now injuries become somewhat of a factor. There's some guys dinged up. They lose Maverick Noonan for the year. Uh, Maverick is a jack linebacker. Was playing well. Is there anything else on the injury front that you would say ha- really has your attention?
3: Well, I think the receiver room is something to watch. Uh, Marcus Washington had the hand injury, gets the cast off, then comes down funny on his leg, mm-hmm. is on crutches. Uh, that that's one. Um, Xavier Betts and his practicing. You know, where, where's he at? Um, you know, how long will he be out of practice? And that's two of your top, in my opinion, four receivers right there. Uh, so you, you know that that's a question I, I, I think moving forward. And then obviously Teddy Purrazzo got left tackle, knowing the injury history there with the knee injury at Oklahoma in 2021, and then the shoulder injury a year ago, and then to be down again already, uh, but not not major, uh, but still that that has to get your attention, knowing that Teddy's got a pretty long history the last couple of years of, of different injuries.
1: Hey Sean. I think, if I'm not mistaken, and I wrote a lot yesterday, I didn't get through everything, but Rule mentioned Jalen Lloyd and Jaden Doss as two guys that – as two true freshman receivers that have played well. Does that that register much with you, or is that something you just sort of expected?
3: Well, I just think right now there's six scholarship freshman receivers – um, they moved DeAndre Barnes back over to defensive back. By the way, they're well, working they at one point. Okay, so they've got a lot of guys there that are freshmen. Um, and you know, Doc has always been regarded, in my opinion, as one of the better ones. Uh, Lloyd is a surprise in, in that sense, just because um, you know, he was kind of a track guy that mm-hmm. played football and, and didn't have necessarily have the build physically. Uh, but this was a guy they believed in right away. I mean, they offered Jalen Lloyd immediately upon getting that job and you know they looked at his 10 speed and his 25 foot long jump and his 50 foot triple jump and they're like we can make that work here so yeah th- there's been opportunities for guys like that um alex bullock um the brother of john bullock too and yeah i think, he, he, I think he's he's somebody when they show that highlight of fall camp in the, in the show and mm-hmm. that at scrimmage he, he was taking reps with, with jeff sims so Alex Bullock's another name in that receiver room. I think that's been somewhat of a surprise that's emerged in camp.
2: Rule has been very complimentary so far of Don and Raiola, uh, Sean. I'm curious. You've got a fan base that's very cynical about that group in general the last couple of years, how how poorly they've been or average at best they've been. But I'm curious, do you think you'll see obvious growth and steps from those guys early on this season? That, that you? Well, they've
3: got, they've got veterans, and I think that's the, the key thing. Right. And, and rule made a point yesterday, saying, "I think, look, we just need seven that can play at a high level. And when Prohaska is available, they do have seven right now. I would say they have about five. Um, they're getting other players ready, like Justin Evans Jenkins. I think is somebody, yeah, um, that they've been happy with and his, his growth, his development. Henry latoski has played a lot. He's getting reps as a one because of the Nuri Noelli injury. Um, so there's different guys like that that have gotten some opportunities." Uh, but they need Ben Scott to be good. Mm. They need Bryce Benhart to take a step forward and play better. And, and they've, they've shown belief in, in Benhart, and they've tried to get him right mentally. And then Turner Corcoran's kind of the same deal. I mean, those two tackles had been beat and battered the last two years. I mean, the metrics on them on pro football focus were not pretty. Um, and, and, you know, those guys you know need to kind of get it right mentally. Um, and some of it's the scheme, too. I mean, I, I think – The offensive scheme last year didn't do those guys a lot of favors. They didn't have a great running game. Um, They were in a lot of obvious third-down passing situations and dropbacks, and those tackles just didn't match up well in in those situations in the Big Ten. And uh, They've got to figure out a scheme that helps that offensive line out, um, helps the defense out as well at the same time.
1: Sean, how much differently do you look at Isaac Gifford's situation now
4: Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
3: Um I I always looked at him as a guy that was probably going to start. I mean
1: Okay. But did you look the at metrics him did, are there. did Oh, I'm going to interrupt. Did you look at it as a guy that Rule would be saying is has taken charge of the secondary
3: I don't know if I'd go that far, right. um, but I knew the guy was a 37 inch vertical. I knew he ran well. I knew he had a great broad, and those are the kind of guys they want. I mean, he's and he's a top top flight person. I mean, Isaac has this intangible of leadership you can't coach and teach, right? And and that's going to jump out. And the key is the Giffords love Nebraska football. You know, they they would be here playing for the Huskers no matter who. Do they, they love this place? And the, and those are the guys you need. In your program to build things around.
1: Oh, I love Isaac Gifford. I love Isaac Gifford. He's a dude. He, he might as well be from Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> might as
2: well. Sean, always good stuff. Thanks for the time. We will chat with you again next week. Thanks, guys. Husker Online, Sean Callahan on the VIP Hotline, sponsored by Allo Fiber. Good stuff there from Sean.
1: Yeah, it's good that we can just talk football. Um, as far as, far as uh, do, we got, do we got one second yeah, here? Yeah, absolutely. I was talking to Bill about this last night. Now, I don't know if Matt Rule's going to work here. Nobody knows. I don't don't profess to know. Doc, skeptical about year one and all that. I'm a little, you know, I'm not going beyond seven wins. I can't find eight. But I do know this. I like the way that Rule's going about this, or seems to be going about it. And what I'm talking about is him saying this yesterday. That you can't, this is not, come on, this is what, you, you, know, you know, we've been doing this show for a long time. This is what I've always said. You can't be the type of team that we want to be if we don't have great offensive and defensive line play. Add into that the tight ends and linebackers on, on your front sevens. So he said, Rule said, if your team follows the offensive and defensive lines, you're usually pretty good. And he, he, would, he, went, he went so far as to say he hopes those guys – Become the the locker room, you know, run the locker room, the big men. That's that's, and I think Bill would say that's usually what most good teams have, right?
0: Absolutely, big big bodies. Always talk about mass, kicking ass, but mm-hmm. also big bodies in the locker room. It's just it's just when when they're the ones that are in control. Uh, just because they like I said, the culture is based off of one thing, and that is that your best players are your hardest workers. That's that's the two things that have to go together. If you just have If if your hardest workers are not your best players and you don't have any culture, and so when your best players your hardest workers and you hope that those your best players are big people,
1: that's what you hope. Now, Nebraska's linemen haven't been that in a while. Um, Now and I'm and they're looking. They got some good dudes up front, but now I was talking to somebody yesterday. If you if you just you don't have to go to Rich Glover and Sue and jason peter in this conversation if you just said put john Perella on this team he'd be a god on this team <laughs> all right if you if you put crick you don't oh, have god. to you don't have yeah. to say sue if you just put jared crick on this team he'd be a god and i'm not that's not a good that's not good i mean you need very good player but not i not mean they did. had crick yeah. and sue at the same time <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> right by each other right. yeah. they, had in the NFL. They, yeah. they had perella and they did they had perella and ray makers yes. Okay, so what I'm suggesting is they have to get better up front. You, they got to go recruit. They got to get guys like John Perella, who we don't even talk – when you talk about the best lineman Nebraska's ever had, Perella comes up as in a sort of an ancillary way. Like, oh, yeah, well, they had Perella, too. He was good. It, uh, no, it needs – but Perella would be – that's all we would talk about right now if they had mm. John Perella.
0: Absolutely. Kind like of superstar. Yeah. yeah. And a super person. I'm trying to identify that. John Perel is outstanding. Obviously yeah, he a personal a friend total. of mine, but uh, just a is great, he, great, he, great person. He's a dude. He was a yeah. – God, he was yeah. a dude as a player. I think he went 13 years. Did he go 13? He a played 13 times time in, in the NFL. 13 years? No, no, it's, it's, it's a, a long, long it's a really a long, it's career. It's lineman. Yeah. It's really impressive. Yeah, and every place he went, was he was a dude there too. Yeah. A dude. But from we, from Grand Island, Nebraska. It's a long what? NFL career yes. for Island.
1: But. That's right. Was he was he uh, Grand Island high school? I think he was. I, you know, I'm, I'm, come not, on, Bill. I'm not that
0: kid. i C I'm not I positive. No. I'll I, check or Northwest, I, guess, I wanna so. think I want to I w I wanna I don't think he's high, but okay. I may be wrong oh. on that. We'll check.
2: Uh when we come back, song of the day and the mailbag on early break and the ticket.